0: Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gentlemen. I am one-third of your host, Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, I'd like to welcome you back to our show. So this week, we have a special episode. We were going to leave it as one big episode, but I decided to split it up and make the Four Horsewomen debate its own episode. So in this episode, as described, I, I, Alexis and Nicole, will be debating the Four Horsewomen's push. We're going to Present our sides. Alexis is against the four horsewomen being over pushed. And of course, Nicole is for the four women being pushed, the four horsewomen being pushed. I am in the middle. So, We have the debate so you can see it from all sides and all perspectives, and then you guys can make your decision. So I highly encourage all of you to send us messages through Anchor, comment on our social media, make sure you let us know how you feel about this debate. I'm going to post a snippet on our Instagram so you guys can come and chime in because we really do enjoy hearing your opinions and we'll debate you as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this debate in this episode of Down for the Count. Don't worry, our regularly scheduled programming will be uploaded this week. I just wanted to get this out because I thought this was a very interesting topic. And you're going to want to stay tuned because we're going to have more topics close to this that are more specifically geared to a singular topic rather than having a very long episode talking about random topics. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Down for the Count. And without further ado, I'll let you guys get into it. Since Alexis is very, very passionate about this, we're going to move into the debate. We're well aware of where Alexis stands on this. Okay, I am somewhat in the middle, and I know Nicole has her feelings about the horsewomen being on the top of the women's division too. She's not too happy about it.
1: I can be the pro side if that's easier. It makes it never mind. I
0: back forth, but
1: I'm I'm. Now that I really like sat and really thought about it, like mm-hmm. I'm more
0: pro. I am I have, like, in, I'm in the middle, and i will I will explain in a second. So what I'll do is have you present your argument and then I'll loud present mine, and then we can talk about how we feel about it. So, We already know Alexis is on the con side of the four horsewomen. The debate is simple. Should the four horsewomen be the leadouts for the women's division right now? They've always been on top since they debuted, no matter the storyline or what have you. One of them is always headlining a pay-per-view for the women's division. And ever since Becky came up as the man, it's been that way for the last two years. So, With all that being said. Alexis is going to take the floor. And she's going to explain her reasoning why she doesn't want the four horse women at the forefront anymore. And since Nicole chose the pro, she can come in and chime in with her rebuttal. And then I'll give you the middle. Everybody okay with that? (laughs) Yeah. All right, Alexis. Alexis. Here here is
2: my issue, okay? These women have came up, and it's always... First, it was Charlotte. Charlotte ain't... Charlotte's not getting missing any of this. Charlotte has always... Every time you turn around, Charlotte Flair has a title. And then everyone's like, oh, Becky. So Becky gets pushed. People like Becky. And then they make her winner-take-all... And they make her Becky Two Belt, and then mm-hmm. she has a title for a year. Basically, runs rough shot through the entire women's division on Raw. Um, then you have Bailey, have the thing with Charlotte. You know, she turned heel, and now she's just an annoying, screeching person who has to have her friend help her. And then let's let's just get to the main uh, issue here. Sasha Banks. Where the fuck is Asasha Banks from NXT? Where is that character? Where is that person who, when I see come out with the charisma and the self-confidence, knowing that she should be the one running this place, and she's putting in the footwork. And ever since she's came back, after people are sitting there crying, begging on social media, annoying this poor woman, annoying WWE, which I know they probably did, because some of y'all have no fucking chill. And y'all think I have no chill, but some of y'all are fucking way out there. Um, they make her into this whiny, bitchy character who I can't take serious. Now, Char-Char did have some good points. Since Sasha went to SmackDown, she's been Bailey's lackey. And Charlotte's even said it. This is not the Sasha Banks I know. You're not content on being someone's lackey. Which is true. But what I'm just trying to get to with this argument is that Every time you turn around when there's a title involved, when there's title contingency, there's always a four horseman leaving the pack. Now I get it, they were they, they led they led it through NXT and they led it through the main roster. They have done the work. I understand that point. But you always don't need to have a title to be one of the greats. You don't always need to be pushed down people's throat, i. e. Roman Reigns when he got his first big push and got ran down people's throat. If we really want to get older, we can talk about John Cena. My point being here is that you have a locker room full of women. And I'm not even talking about COVID. Let's just say COVID's not an issue right now, okay? You have a locker room with women competitors that people want to see. We want to see them wrestle. We want them to go for the gold. But the only ones that the WWE seems like they're comfortable with, with even letting them go near a title anymore, is the four horsewomen. Now, Becky is out being pregnant. I will not take away anything from a woman being pregnant. I wish her the best and I hope she's safe and FAP CD recovery. Charlotte's taking the break that she needs. So that leaves Sasha and Bailey. Right now, they have. The, they have the women's Raw title, they have the women's SmackDown title, and they have the tag belt. Yes, we did act like this when Charlotte was here, because Charlotte was going on all three shows, and we were wondering why she was here. But now we have Bailey and Sasha showing up on both shows. They've already pretty much gone through the same thing with Becky a year ago. She's, they've already gone through the women who were there. They're going to have a with Oscar, okay that's great but why are they the center point you have people back there p- people want to see people were saying they want to see Natalia people are, are begging for Naomi to even get a title shot or even just to go against Bailey again or just to be on TV people want to see other women I'm not saying Lacey needs to get a title because Lacey needs to tighten up and do some shit because she's gotten lazy but Lacey, you, you have women on TV and a goddamn karaoke contest, while well, meanwhile Sasha and Bailey are just like going whatever, doing whatever they want. And I am seeing fans, hardcore Sasha Banks fans and fans, going off saying, "What the fuck? Why the fuck is he doing it?" Because I'm gonna tell you, people are gonna get sick of it if they're not already. People are going to get sick of seeing them on all shows screeching and yelling and crying and acting like assholes, and by, I have a feeling by the time that they win or they drop the titles, people are just going to be like, fucking, finally. There's not going to be a big pop. There's not going to be a big hurrah from fans. They're just going to be like, fucking hell, finally. And then it'll just be like the Sami Zayn situation where Sammy finally wins the title but no one gives a fuck.
1: Well, okay, so... The, so the, the thing is with so the women, so I understand. I'm, I'm not a fan of them having all four titles. Um, I don't think they're going to have all, all four titles for very long. And to be quite honestly, I think if it wasn't for COVID, they wouldn't have all the titles at the moment. So you have to understand, and this is from a business aspect, a lot of the women's roster were taking this seriously, and I'm talking about COVID. Oh. You have Mandy, Sonya, Naya, um, Lana,
2: mm-hmm. um, Nattie, Live.
1: um, Liv, Liv. A lot of them who were literally and going going out on the boats, going going on yachts, going to the beaches, having parties, not giving a fuck not social distancing, and then they have to automatically, and then obviously they had that outbreak within the PC and the performance center. And obviously I low-key think he had it. I low-key think TJ had it, to be, be completely honest, regardless of okay. what him and Addie were trying to say. I really do think they had it. Um, and so if I'm and I'm talking about if me I'm a business I can't trust you if you can't be if you can't realize the scope of what's going on regardless of if you're ready or if you're putting in the work I can't trust you to put a fucking belt on you if you if I can't if you can't go outside and be mindful of what the climate of the world is and being safe do nothing but go to the PC for tapings and take their butts at home. So am I going to give the belt to, let's say, I don't know, say something came at the time before they restarted. Say they gave something to get, end up, say, end up dropping the belt to Sonia. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sonia, shit, I was on a boat with someone who had an outbreak. I have to go quarantine for two weeks and I might have COVID. Well, I literally trusted you with the belt. it's it's a business, and it's like I and a, quite honestly, i if regardless of Becky being gone, I think if it was an actual it was it was an actual real climate and we were going through this, I think it would be a lot the women's division would look a lot more different than this. and you have to be mindful also and they might not want them. Regardless of people think that the four were a horse one have really big voices, Becky, their basically their biggest star said to that she wanted to drop her belt to Shayna Baker at Mania, and they told her no multiple times another thing like you have to take an aspect am i a big fan of this no not really um and to, and also to piggyback i didn't like sasha banks in um, nxt i thought she was corny to be completely honest Ooh. I and nxt i thought she was the worst i didn't start liking her until she came to the main roster i hate it like those <clears throat> dollar general shutter things I hated her hair, (laughs) I hated her, I literally, I literally could not stand anything about Sasha Bix, I did not understand why people liked her so much, she was a fantastic wrestler, don't get me wrong, and I love, and obviously her, that NXT takeover with her and Bayley is top three, one of the best modern wrestling matches, period, men or women, but I hated her character NXT, I thought she was so, it was just lame, like I just thought it was so fucking lame. And I'm not a fan of some of her vernacular now. Mm -hmm. I wish, I like, I like the direction of it, but it needs some tuning up. Like, I like, I like, like, I like sort of, I like it 60%. There's, well, I'll give her 70. I'll be nice. 70, 75%. There's 25 of it of the character that needs to get reworked. And obviously, like, the thing with Charlotte going literally on every fucking wrestling show that she could go to that week, that was also annoying. And then Becky, and the one thing about Becky's run, she had to have a run that long for it to make sense for her character. And the build-up for Shayna was for her to drop it, but uh, again, WWE doesn't know what they're doing quite quite often, and they completely miss the ball, and then they end up getting in the thing. Yes, Asuka has not had the greatest, like, title title holds on the main roster besides the um, tag titles, but at the end of the, the day, Asuka is the most decorated, or one of the most decorated women, let alone... And not even just women superstars in that companies in the company's history period, regardless of the amount of levity of whether her mod, like some of her title reigns that she's had. And that's nothing no one can take away from her. So that's why I that's how I look at it. Like, yeah, like I was not a fan of it. And the, but in retrospect, when I really thought about it, I was like, you know what? like, quite honestly, Asuka, and I love Asuka, Asuka gets a lot more than a lot of these other girls do, and I look at her as sort of horsewoman adjacent, she might not get every single thing that quote-unquote the horsewomen do, but she's very close, like, she's, like, she's right there, so she's basically a cousin to them, but just to go back on the thing, like, yes, like, you're, and also like the point is like you're supposed to get mad and frustrated and be like I'm not I don't want to see them I'm not trying to see them like that's just the whole point of them that's the whole point of their characters that's how I look at them you're supposed to be irritated and annoyed by them that's the whole point uh, but also at the same time of them holding the belt um, and this is like no shade to them this you can't that all of that show that them a lot of them ladies can't be trusted. Like you, mm. if I was me, I was like, you have to earn my trust of that. Because how do I know, okay, I'm going to put you in another one, a number one contender, but you act like you can't stay home from um, sailing some dumbass lake in Florida. Twerking on Instagram. And twerking on Instagram and being at a party. Like that is not like, that's like literally like read the room that's regardless like they are like that's literally what that boils down to like you they can't they're not they can't be trusted i wouldn't trust them and then you have these girls who are literally you know they're dependable you know that you're going to get good matches from them and you know that they're going to do what they're supposed to do are you going to put the title or are you going to put the titles on people who gotta go who are out all out all out every day in florida doing whatever acting like everything's fine
2: Mm-hmm. But counterpoint oh. to that, if Becky hadn't gone out being pregnant, and she didn't have, and you know, money in the bank didn't play out the way it was supposed to, alternate universe last here. that mm-hmm. we would be having Becky versus Sasha, and yet again four horses. I women. don't
0: think
1: so. No, I think they would have had. It would some. be Oscar. It would have been is... dropped it to Shayna by then.
0: Yeah, she either would have dropped it to Shayna, or she'd be. She would have been, of course, looking over her shoulder because Oscar would have that. She would either have the briefcase or Shayna would have the briefcase.
1: Yeah, and that's something along those lines. To kind of look at a lot of this, a lot of this is literally a response to COVID. I can understand them not because me again, by business standpoint. Yes, I know Shayna has a good has a good reputation on NXT, but I haven't worked with her yet. So I'm going to keep this and there's a lot of, and obviously this is when stuff was even more uncertain. I'm going to be safe, keep it on her for a little bit until I really, we can kind of really figure out the climate of the situation and be like, okay. And then just be like, you know what? And say she wasn't pregnant and be like, you know what? Just have Shayna win that fucking briefcase.
0: And then
1: she could take it off of her whenever
0: if you with Sasha and Bailey would have started on
1: Smackdown yeah right? and I think that's what you kind of have to realize a lot this is this is all COVID response and you can't help mm-hmm. it and like I said if this was a normal if we were living in a normal reality or like how like how it used to be and Becky went out pregnant um went out pregnant I think that would have that money in a bank wouldn't have went to Asuka would I think it would have went to Shayna Yeah. Because they were like, you know what, whatever, we'll just figure it out with the crowd. That's fine. And I think that's what a lot of people have to realize. This is a response to COVID as a business mindset. You have to realize, okay, yes, I might not be perfect and people might not like it, but I have to do what's going to help keep my business safe and keep eyes because I can't completely trust everybody else that's around in that area.
0: Now, um. I do see it from both sides I do understand Alexis' argument It's like no matter what happens You're going to keep these four people on this pedestal And you're not giving other people an opportunity To possibly be on the pedestal I also understand it from Nicole's standpoint It's like What is going to bring the most eyes to both of these shows? Who's going to bring the most people to my pay-per-views? I can't sell tickets. I can't have that. I don't have the ability to do live shows, to have an alternative to make a profit. So I have to do what I know. So I'm going to focus on the two women who I know are going to give me what I need. I don't want to take a risk on these women because they've proven that they can't make sure they stay in their vein they have to step outside and do things that they know could put them and their co-workers in danger. So that's a problem. And then on top of that, some of them have not proven that they can carry the weight. So you have that issue. Where I stand in the middle is this. The story itself makes sense. And as much as Alexis bucks against it, you can't deny that what you are angry about is the very thing that they've put in front of you to be angry about. The structure of the story is what's going to carry them into SummerSlam. If they did not have this, they would have had to build the story from scratch, which in hindsight, it's not a bad idea. But with Sasha winning the title in a shitty way, it pissed off everybody Including Asuka. So now you have to wonder, how is this going to play out? Because, of course, you can't just leave the story open-ended like this. You can't do that. You're going to have to close it. SummerSlam is the perfect way to close it out. So that's why it's happening. And you're angry and frustrated. Sure, so was I. But after you sit back and really look at it, you're like, damn, that's that's not as bad as it seems. Is it is it making sure that Sasha stay in the limelight? Sure. But one thing it definitely does is it takes Sasha off of Bailey and puts her onto Asuka, which leaves Bailey open to wrestle someone else. So now you've got to try to figure out how this is all gonna play out at SummerSlam. Because now they gotta start a new feud for Bailey because Nikki's out of the picture. Bliss just got, you know, clawed down. So who's left on SmackDown for her to compete against? And she's competing everybody with the exception of Sonya and Mandy. Now, on Raw, does it take away from the girls like Bianca and the girls like Shayna and um, who else is there? Ruby. Ruby and Nia just got back. But does it take away from those three women? Yes, it does. And that part, that is the, the messed up part. But I always have, am a firm believer in taking steps towards something rather than just handing it to you. I honestly think that Ruby needs to have good feuds to build her. There's nothing against being built because Becky had to be built. And so did Charlotte. Charlotte wasn't the greatest when she first got to the roster, Charlotte was chosen to be the one to take the title off of Nikki. But she she had some green moments too. Okay, let's just keep it real. And she didn't have a solid character until she won that title and then she became Charlotte Flair. Okay? So there was there's a build here that has to happen. I like Ruby I think Ruby is a solid wrestler, and she can present any character face you want her to do. But Ruby also had to be reintroduced to the audience. And the time frame that Ruby got back, they didn't utilize it. But at the same time, it would have been derailed by COVID if they did. So it makes it appear as though Ruby isn't getting a fair shake. But I honestly don't want you to push a new girl without her getting the very same experience that, say, Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, and the rest of the girls who came up in front of a crowd like they deserve. Right now, you're in the performance center putting on pay-per-views and cutting promos and having matches, and they are not getting the full experience of being a wrestler. So I think that in this case, is it putting them in the back burner Yes, it does And that's a shame because you have quality In Bianca and in Ruby But I don't want them to be wasted Because I know very well That they'll put Ruby in a match And she won't win that title They're not going to give it to her So it'll be another match Where you'll have these people wrestling And then they're getting squashed And then you'll be upset that they're getting squashed even though you they got the opportunity that you were asking them to be given and then they're losing the opportunity. So you're like, "Well, shit. Like, this isn't what I wanted. Sometimes it's not always what you want, but it's what you need. In this case, when you're talking about Oscar versus Sasha, this was viable. This makes sense. If Natalia was still in play, I wouldn't have an issue with that. Natalia performed beautifully at SummerSlam last year against Becky. And had they had swung the pendulum just a little bit, Natalia probably could have been the women's champ, the raw women's champion, which I wouldn't have had a problem with. Because she did a good job in that in that match with her. She sold her part. She did everything she was supposed to do. Natalya's now a heel. You could have had Natalia going up against Oscar if they would have played it right. And they would have had Sasha and Bailey possibly Battling it out at SummerSlam They would have been in Boston If everything was under normal circumstances But now they're at a time Where everything is uncertain There is no light At the end of the tunnel right now for this COVID So they have to do what they think Is going to protect the company Even if it's at the detriment Of other superstars Now I Always say that you don't Have to be in titles contingency to make a splash in any wrestling company and I'm a firm believer in that I don't believe that Ruby and Bianca and Shayna have to be in title bouts to be talked about or to have a good feud case in point what happened Monday between Nia and Shayna wasn't a bad idea there's bad blood between the two of them And it's because, one, Shayna's on a tear because she's already pissed off. Because she's made it clear, I'm better than everybody out here, and I'm going to prove it. Nia's mad because she feels like the damn refs are screwing her over and the establishment is against her. So instead of them taking it out on the people they want to get the belt from, they know they can't go after Asuka. So they go after each other. I thought it was smart.
1: Yeah, and that's what I said. And also, and I keep saying, like, also, WWE really needs to try on working on feuds that don't involve the titles that can build them up towards the titles. So, like, that's what this Nia and Shayna is is doing. This is what the Naomi and Lacey can end up doing. This is what the Mandy and um, Sonya can end up doing. So, it's like, again, like, I honestly think this is all a COVID response, and I'm not mad at them, per se, for it. Um, if this was like regular life, and I'd be like, and they were doing this, I'd be like, oh, hold on, I'm like, no, uh, this we need to fix some shit. But I completely understand because it's like I trust them. I trust them to do what they need to do until these pe- these bitches figure out that they decided they want to work at a wrestling company today.
0: Now. I I understand where Alexis is coming from. Her frustration is coming over from not just COVID, but just before that. Yeah. So you had Charlotte being pushed, and I'm sorry, but her push was horrible. It was not done correctly. Her being booked as the NXT Women's Champion and them doing it the way that they did, it was not a good idea. It stifled the NXT Women's Division. And then you took out women who could have been fighting on Raw and SmackDown and you put her in there. You killed a lot of things, especially NXT's women's division, which it's already small enough as it is. And you're blowing through all these girls. And it was just like, it was no end in sight with that. So I totally understand her frustration. And when you look at it, and then before that, people were begging for Sasha to come back, she was at home, she was taking care of her mental health, she comes back, and then it's right out the door, Sasha, 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 she's like, okay, when are you gonna push the Rubies, and the Biancas, and the Shaynas, Liv is back there, you've been taunting her for months, you get her, and you get a little piece of her, and then she's gone again, it's like, it's never ending. You're always gonna circle around back to these four women, and she's just she's just over it.
1: Yeah, I do How? get that.
0: I just, but I think when you you have to sometimes you have to remove yourself your your bias because I get your frustration, but in certain instances the booking makes sense, and it's not always about pushing one person. Sometimes the story takes precedent over it. And who can present the story effectively is how you have to look at the booking. Because let's you just open the book and you honestly ask me you put two other wrestlers in this story, who's going to make the story worthwhile? Who are you going to watch? Are you going to watch Dana Brooke and, and, and Carmella go at it over the Raw Women's Championship?
1: And that's what I said, and it's not only that, like, are they actually ready? Yeah, like that really and that's the same thing with Liv. Like, yeah, Liv's improving. Liv is not ready. Lacey definitely fucking sure ain't ready. Um, the only one that are kind of ready, and I love Bianca. I don't know if Bianca's completely ready. The only person who is not involved or something that would be I would feel comfortable. Holding a championship is Naomi. That's the only one. No, I, I would not trust a single one of those other girls right now. Because it's a different mindset. It's easy to carry a championship in front of a whole crowd.
0: That is true. And
1: feed and, feed and create all of that energy. It's a whole nother beast to have to create that energy within yourself in a near empty arena and trying to have to convey all of that through TV.
0: space. you got to act. You got to be able to act to sell the content.
1: And that's and a I'm, lot of mental pressure too. And it's yeah. just, it's internal. And that's what I said. I was like, and on, and this isn't even just for the girls. A lot of guys can't handle this handle that too. I was like, that why do you think they're pulling up so many older people, older exactly. guys from the back? Because they can handle that. These young that's cats, they why, couldn't handle this. Yep,
0: yeah, that's why MVP is at the forefront, pushing forward the narrative. That's why you have him linked, anchored to Bobby Lashley, because Bobby Lashley can't carry a storyline by himself. We all know this. Neither can Shelton Benjamin if you really want to tell the truth. Now, I'm all for you bringing those guys to the forefront because I will not take away from your talent and your capabilities. But when you start talking about making storylines stick, that make sense, that push forward, MVP is your talker. He's your seller. You need him. And then you got a guy like Mustafa Ali who's been sitting in the back for months. He could have been brought up. But at the same time, the time that he was in the back... They had the hacker story going on On Smackdown which I love that Story and I'm very upset that they Even that they ended it And, hit and, hit and, hit and it's just good it, I, I just Want Alexis more specifically I'm speaking to you I don't want you To get so frustrated That you can't See what's happening in front Of you Is it the best storyline? No, not necessarily, because they could have done um, any number of things. Was it the safest? Yeah. Is it effective in doing what it should do? Which is push all of us to a point where we're just like, this is some bullshit. I want to see these bitches go down. That's what it's supposed to do. That's how you're supposed to react. Even if the Sasha stands are like, no, she shouldn't have got the title. First of all, I can't trust a stand that that turned their back on their damn idol like that. I don't trust you. Because your ass was just talking two seconds ago about how she needs to be champion. But because she got the, and now she champion, and you mad? That's another reason why they don't listen to the fans, because they fit for them. I know for a fact that you're not fickle. You're just sick of seeing these girls all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. I
2: really want to say something, but I don't want to come off sounding like a total bitch, though.
0: Say what you want. It's our podcast. We'll do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, I just don't want to piss you
2: two off, though. Because I like you, and I don't want work to come between our friendship. Don't fucking piss work. me don't off know. for what? Yeah, I don't care about anything. <laughs> I just don't want to hear y'all saying this kind of shit when it's six months down the road. Those bitches are still champion, and Naomi hasn't gotten shit. Well,
0: I'll say something by then. No, see, I'm not. I'm not that much. I'm not that much of an ass kisser to the point where I'm just gonna be like, oh well, you know. No, you know full well if they're gonna continue, I'm gonna complain. I complained when it happened, but like I said. When I sat and I thought about it, it made sense to me. So I can admit the reaction the initial reaction I had towards it, of course. It, but we don't just think about the stories. We go beyond that. That's that's our job. That's what we do.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: what you're supposed to do.
1: And I agree, Where yeah. It if it's like five, six months down the line and they're still doing this bullshit, I'm like, no, 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 no. We of need to- course. Yeah, like 100% of course. But right now, like I said, I don't think this is gonna last very long. I give them to fuck. I, I honestly, I think they're gonna one of them titles is gonna be gone by some before SummerSlam, in my opinion. Whether it's the tag titles, like I said, drop them, fuck off in NXT and just leave them there for yeah, fuck it sake. Be And I low key think that they might do it since the AEW women are doing the tag tournament. Hopefully. Yep. They just be like, you know what? I want the, and Hunters be like, I want the tag titles.
0: Which they could have them because I mean, Bailey and Sasha, like do doing with them. And they like going to NXT.
1: They got plenty of people, plenty of women tag teams in NXT that it makes sense.
0: Yeah, so, Casey and Lacey are down there. You know, they, Casey and, I'm um, not, Kaden, Is that her name? The girl with the dreads.
1: Kaden, oh, girl, I don't know. They, Kaden need to with, and Casey. they need a taxi name. They really do, because I don't like saying either of their names. I they, it sounds name. stupid. I, I,
0: think, I think she should come up with another name. I really huh? hate her name. I
1: don't like Kaden's name. I don't like it. I don't like either of their names. They're both dumb. I know the one, that old girl, I know that's her actual name, but it's stupid. Um, I do yeah, Come up I
0: mean, with a taxi name. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think they're gonna drop the titles at Summerslam. I think this will continue, and you are gonna be pissed off in a couple of, and for a while. I think they're gonna have them all the way up. I give them. Their- I'll
1: give them a. I'll give them a two month grace period before I start. I'll do them like I do AEW. I give them a time frame <laughs> until I start thinking about adding people. i
0: I'm, I have prepared myself the moment she won I don't think she's going to drop those titles at all I think that they're, they might drop the tag titles maybe But that probably will not happen until right before Survivor Series Where they will end up fighting each other then And they're going to push this out until WrestleMania next year I, I just have a feeling that that is going to happen I just do
1: And honestly, and I mean, I'll be mad, but also it's like, that's a lot of those girls' faults. It really is. And I know that sounds really heartless and fucked up. It is. That's a lot of your guys' fault. Like, how hard is it to be safe? Like, this could have, this would have been such an easy time to literally get yourself over. They saw you had it. Sonya had like that's I'm so mad at her for it. I'm I think I'm the most mad at, out of anyone. I'm the most mad at her.
0: Yeah. I'm so mad she at her had for
1: I, I'm so mad at her. She's so fucking stupid on her part. Especially if you look at um AEW and um Impact and how many people have been able to get themselves over during mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. And they had and they had all the opportunity in the world. All you had to do is just literally go to work and take your ass home. That's bad. that's all you had to do. All you had to motherfucking do, and they weren't doing that. And yeah, I am. I think I'm. Yeah, also, I'm mad at all of them, but I'm more so mad at Sonya. That's and if I was them, I'd be like, bitch, you ain't getting nothing for a minute, so you just go sit your ass back down and craft catering. <laughs> Funny, and, stupid, yeah. and think about. No, I'm serious. That's why I couldn't. I'd be too mean. I'd be mean to these. I make somebody cry. Oh my god. I been like I said, bitch. You take your raggedy ass home. I said you ain't going on TV for a minute. I'll call you.
0: I'm not. I don't want like I don't want Alexis to think I'm just negating her point because I'm not. No,
1: I do. I I, I agree
0: to a certain extent. Because I felt do. like
1: that from a second, but then I took myself out of it, and, and then that's... I just realized as a business. Because I know if that was me and I was my company, I'm like, ooh, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give it. Have these bitches hold it for a little bit. It's decent enough. They're good workers. Whatever. I'm gonna let this ride out for a little bit, and <sighs> and you know, and if we have people that be like. And then, honestly, now with me, I'm like, all right, one of you bitches got to drop to Naomi. I don't know which one. I don't care which one. Rock, paper, scissors at this point. <laughs> and then whoever loses, obviously, guess what? You get to give your title to Naomi. Yay. And you know, would- <laughs> I'm like, I would do that eventually. I think that's what, honestly, I would do. I would I, make I, drop I it drop it, it. I would have that to Bailey. I think I would have Sasha do some dumb shit outside the ring and yeah. her get distracted and have her drop to bailey i would honestly do that right before Summerslam. and then i don't know i would let them keep the tag tiles for a little bit let sasha have the raw women's title for a couple weeks see if i'm not mad at someone over at raw depending Jesus. on what i'm not mad at i'm like okay you gotta get the title you it's like you know what sasha you drop the fucking title i'll let you guys be tag champs for a little bit but have them start to fray and then they, I don't know, whenever they'll
2: drop it.
0: Alexis?
2: I said what I said, and I stand by it. Uh, I stand by it. Because I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing fucking these four women be it, and it's just like, you know i just I just don't want to hear it when people's faves start losing repeatedly to them, and Bailey becomes the second woman to hold a title for a year and then and then they're still everyone's gonna start calling themselves two belts, whatever and um i just i I stand by what I said
0: the raw I women, genuinely don't want you to change your stance i I totally understand. Where you're coming from, I'm just not Fully removed From it like you are So I'm not, I don't want you to think That I don't hear you Or that it's just, oh well You know, it's just business Because no, like you don't want your product to become stale Nobody wants that So I get Where you're coming from And I understand it, I sympathize with it I just I see it from both sides and I can't I can't just close off that side because it logic would tell me that they have to do something. They have to do something to get people invested. They're already at a half capacity as it is. So what were they supposed to do? I I don't know any other way to do it other than to have Shayna be the one to feud with Oscar the way that Sasha did. Which she would have fit. It wouldn't have been a problem. Just
2: saying, if Charlotte comes back at Summerslam, and it's all three of them going
0: at it, I'm just gonna say I said what I said, and I warned y'all. I ain't really. I mean, I'm, are you are you gonna be surprised? Like at this point, you're used to it. So, like I said, I'm not arguing that you're wrong. I never said that at all. I'm just saying I understand this particular story. You're 100% right about Charlotte. I never disputed anything you said about her. Yeah. Um, and I don't really dispute anything you say about Sasha and Bailey or Becky, for that matter. I don't dispute it. I get it. I just also see the other side of it. And I can understand it. Do I agree with it? No. Because I was of the mindset that COVID was the perfect time for you to begin to build other superstars. One of your biggest stars is out indefinitely. You don't know when Roman is coming back. So now you had an opportunity to build someone else up and make somebody else a star. Those who have shown that they can work through the pandemic should be rewarded for their efforts. They're the ones who have given that put their lives on the line to perform for all of us and entertain. So with all that being said... <laughs> He may not like Braun Strowman's storyline, but he did what he was supposed to do. He did his job. Drew was the champion throughout the pandemic, and he did the best he could with what he was given. The same thing goes for Bailey and for Asuka. Asuka was rewarded for her efforts throughout the pandemic because she was given the title at Money in the Bank. After that, she had the feud with Banks, and now she had to drop the title. It seems like she wasn't rewarded for her efforts, but she really was, and she's in the storyline. Everybody is clouded by the fact that Sasha is her opponent, but the reality is Asuka is still one of the top people, not females, one of the top people in that company, and she is widely respected. So, even though in the story it doesn't play out the way we want, I don't think that it's always a bad thing when things don't go our way, sometimes we just have to just look at it for what it is and go, okay, well, let's see how this goes, I'm invested, like, if you're watching Game of Thrones and fucking Jon Snow is supposed to be king, but they ain't not give that shit to him, they gave it to that other dude, he the king, everybody's sitting up like, what the fuck, like, then the girl, the dragon lady, killed everybody in the town. She was supposed to be a good person. She was supposed to be a hero. She out here murking people. Everybody like, what the fuck? It's like, you don't like it, but you're invested. You want to see what's going to happen at the end. And if you don't, you tell telling tales. I don't believe you. I believe you're going to watch this. You're going to see what happens. Because we're all gluttons. We are glutton for punishment. We're going to watch it.
1: I'll turn WWE off in a second. I don't fucking care. I barely watch Raw or SmackDown anyway, to be completely honest. So I there's no I'll turn something off real quick and not watch it for a minute. as like, I said, like and like I said, like Alexa, like I agree with my opinion. Um, I do like obviously if this isn't changed and they don't at least switch up a little bit. And start, um, I, like I said earlier, I think they should, they need, I would like them to slowly start taking them, not slowly, but trickle, and taking the titles, take both the singles off of them, let them be tag champions, but have their, but have them, could, they're a breakdown in their partnership. Because I feel like that's more interesting Of a breakdown of a partnership and a friendship with tag titles, especially or as a tag team, rather as two singles competitors. So, I agree. Yeah. So, I, like I said, like, I agree. And it's like, also, it's like, yeah, you don't want things to get any stale. You don't want to be completely, like, emotionally taken out. But I know, I, I mean, I don't like my money played with and I know damn sure that Vince McMahon of all people definitely doesn't like his money played with. <laughs> so it's like I mean you you just he's just, just sticking with this until right out we go. But again, um and like and again and I don't put a lot of blame on them cuz you know they don't get a lot of creative creative control. They just, they've just got to do what they got to do. Um and, again, I can't – they're not going to be on top for forever. Like No, because
0: no. I mean, even Vince was, like, on that call. Now, some people say Vince is just, you know, selling wolf tickets. But he was on a call. They had they, I think they had their quarterly call again, their press call. And he was just like, we have to build more characters and have better storylines. I believe that he knows this. He's aware of this, but he doesn't know how he's going to do it or how it needs to be executed. Because he thinks that his ways work and they don't. They're no longer working. He does not have his thumb on the pulse of the new standard for pop culture. Pop culture has changed since he has been at the helm of WWE. He's been through what? Three eras of wrestling? And mm-hmm. all three of them had di- Three different styles of pop culture The one where they succeeded The most was The attitude era And the ruthless aggression era Those two eras were a little bit More lenient You had the women weren't Really at the forefront The men were There was a very much masculine Machismo like Error to the show And how it was run Now you have to be a little bit more sensitive to the product that you put out. Although you can push the envelope like what they did with Alexa Bliss on Saturday, they still have to be careful about how they do things, but they can still make compelling stories and have decent matches in them. And I agree. You have to have other people at some point take over this is the very same thing that was happening with Nikki Bella when she was champion. I complained then. I did see the other side of why Nikki Bella was champion, but I did not feel that she met the same requirements that Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte and Becky did. And at that time, they were in an era where the women were on the back burner And they were pushing forward the men anyway. They would have the women having five and six minute matches. And that was good enough for them. So they weren't really a relevant factor. But I do see the parallels between the two. So I get where you're coming from. Because I was in your stance when it came to the Bella Twins. And how they were on top. So, But I also had to get... To a point where I'm like, okay, let me, let's me let look at it from a different perspective How and why are the Bella Twins on top? The Bella Twins were able to capitalize In an area that other superstars were not looking at They utilized their social media And appealed to their fans To bring themselves to the forefront It was smart They're smart women, I ain't gonna take that from them For the four horsewomen being the evolution of the women's division, meaning they're the future. They were the the best aspect of how to carry the women out of this diva phase. They're using them to push that narrative forward. But what they've ultimately done is they've flatlined in how well they can utilize them. And I don't think they know what to do with them anymore. Now they're just like, okay, well, they're at the forefront. They're at the top. We're going to keep pushing them. I mean, they're going to always have people watching them, so you might as well. It is lazy from that perspective. If this was normal circumstances, and we were talking about everybody being in front of a crowd, we have everything we used to have. Nobody's wearing masks. And you don't have a situation where an entire facility is locked down because somebody possibly has COVID, so you have to go through an entire shutdown and lose production for a week and a half, yeah, you would have every reason to feel how you feel, and you still have a reason to feel how you feel, because this is not new news, this has been happening for months on end, so I, I'm not dispelling how you feel, and I know I keep repeating that, but I want that to be very clear, because you know I love you, both of you, So I don't, even when we're on opposing sides, we can disagree and still understand each other's side. Because I do get where you're coming from. The same argument was had, like I said, with the Bella Twins. And of course, with Shayna when she was in NXT. You were tired of seeing her. you are like, she's overpushed. We want to see new people. But when you look at the other side of the argument... And it's not even just my side. Um, Nicole made a good point. You're talking about girls who are not focusing on their careers. And it seemed like it was more important for them to go out and party than it was for them to knuckle down and focus on getting the opportunities that they've been begging for for months. COVID presented an opportunity for a lot of people. I don't think for a minute Apollo Crews would be United States champion if COVID-19 hadn't happened. And unfortunately, that is a terrible thing to say, but it's also reality. I don't think that he would have gotten a championship without COVID nineteen happening.
1: Um sorry, I'm losing I'm about to start losing my voice and um that's hundred percent. That's why I'm so hard on those girls, and that's why no offense, I don't feel bad for a lot of them because they did that to themselves. Only one I do feel for is Naomi, but At least she has, like, an outside full video, um, whatever, feud while Lacey botches all over fucking place now, apparently. And, like, at least she has that. That's working with the whole fleet of themselves. She'll go into do something else after that. But, yeah, like, again, and that same thing with Apollo, they were like, you know what? He's been stepping up. I trust him. He's been here for a while. I'll put the title on him, and that's why. And also, and then we can move on. So I'm starting to get tired. Um, and I'll go just so I can mention. Um, what's her nuts? The king, the king of uh, black women's um, life. Ember, um, Ember, yeah. you're at home. Okay, let me repeat that. Remember you are at home. You are at home. And I'm going to say something real fucked up. If it was not for Bailey, you would have not have had that SummerSlam shot. Oh! Because she was the one who was capping for you about how talented you were.
0: Wow. But so if you're
1: real quiet...
0: Oh, shit.
1: Your good old buddy, Alexa.
0: Mm. Bliss is a five-time women's champion, two-time tag team champion, so it was no issues when it came to Bliss being champion right out the gate on SmackDown, leaving SmackDown, being champion right out the gate on Raw, but it's an issue with Sasha and Bayley. So I say what's good for the goose is good for the gander, if you ask me. But that's all we got. We ain't got no more.
1: She missed me with that bullshit.
0: Well, folks, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. If you have any questions or any comments, if you have anything to add to the conversation, Anchor allows you to post messages and we would more than likely welcome a message from any of you who would like to respond. You can always send us a message through our social media as well. Instagram and Twitter is where we are. And I always make sure you guys can see all of our socials. So make sure you guys follow us on those social medias and make sure you follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and everywhere else you can hear our podcast. And if you want to listen to our podcast on Apple Music, just get our RSS url and you can utilize that and import our stuff into apple music until we get things worked out so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of down for the count and we'll see you guys next time